Hello, my friendly friends beyond the binary, binary girls and gays and gals and boys. I forgot about boys. Although I had been reflecting. And while living in Phoenix, I lived with mostly men. 30 of us and 11 were women. And I'd have to say, men, if anyone didn't know, which I'm sure you might, and you may not, but boys' feelings are just as vast and diverse as women. And I love my degree in sociology for this one sentence that I'm able to say proudly and... I don't know, with academic knowledge that I could fucking cite, is that there's more difference among women and among men than between women and between men. And, um, that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of joy to know that all the differences that we see are mostly a product of our environments, and yes, some of them are genetically there, especially like when I was measuring my feet and my toes, you know, like everybody's feet look different, and that's pretty much a genetic thing, and and we know that there are social things that go into that, like feet binding and stuff, but yeah, we'll all have our differences, but our bodies are made that way. Because they're supposed to be that way. And we're supposed to all be different. Like, it's supposed to be a mixed bag because we work better that way. If we all had the same gifts and the same life paths, what a bore. And um, that's something that I'm feeling hopeful about. And something that I realized about myself today is that I, I'm a porch babe, (laughs) or a stupor, or just that grandma on all seasons out on the porch. I, uh, am very happy that David, one of my roommates, is gone, and mostly because he has access to the front porch, basically. He has access to a balcony that looks out the street and I'm fighting a burp or a hiccup or just extra air. And that to me is like a signal that I need to like breathe in a little bit deeper and talk a bit slower. I get excited. Um... But yeah, I had I got to have a cup of coffee outside, you know, on the third floor of my building and overlook people walking and cars and the whole nine in New York, technically Brooklyn. I saw an NYPD person, a police officer, try to you know, get a car, and I, the next door neighbors 
a million of them keep walking in with flowers. And I suspect that it is something that has to do with the Yom Kippur, a Jewish holiday in Brooklyn. A lot of um, Jewish individuals, and I, if I am not mistaken, Hasidic Jewish folk own most of these buildings. Um, so yeah, they're celebrating their new year right now. Or a new year. Which I think, and you know, if we took out like everything and just thought about like the moon and astrology, it's a pretty big new year. October 1st, the month of the lesbians, two full moons. This is a very, um, I would argue like spiritual different time. I don't know how yet for myself because I imagine it's different for everyone. But yeah. Um, something today that I felt well mainly <laughs> I made this podcast just now just because I wanted to tell everybody that and tell myself that I really do want to when I decide to plant my roots, or if I ever do, and just continuing on with my life, have somewhere where I can sit outside and have my cup of coffee every day. And I remember that being a huge thing in Phoenix. I remember doing that in Apollo. I remember sitting out on the front porch at Maddox. There was not much stooping at Hedrick, but I did hang out at this house called Howlin. All of those names were names of buildings. But yes, I'm drinking a, um, I think a Spanish latte. In um, memory of my late girlfriend, she's not dead, but we don't date. And if you all keep up, you'd know. Not That sounds shaming if you don't keep up. Like, God forbid you miss an episode of my fucking diary. Um, freak out. Uh, no. But yeah, my ex-girlfriend called the other day and... Just because you aren't dating someone or actively friends with somebody, it doesn't mean that you don't love them or even feel butterflies for them. And with that, there's a lot of grief and a lot of sadness. And I'm really happy that I can have this coffee right now and think of her and remember like how much like pure devotion and determination and magical special love that we got to give each other um 
Yeah. Thinking about those things, like, make it, for me, like, it fills my cup up in reminding myself that I made decisions and she made decisions and I trust myself. I trust myself in the sense that I know I'm not crazy and I may seem impulsive or I like to say instinctual on my decisions. That I know when I've made a mistake and that I know when I've done something right. And just having to say, no, or not the time, or I wish you well. So, cheers to the old girls, or boys, folks beyond the binary, that we have loved and still love in a new way, but not the same. And to completely sidestep that conversation and move into the third thing, that may go into the fourth thing that is on my agenda to speak about that has been clogging my brain. And I use the word clogging, and I hope you all know that I'm still thinking about becoming a plumber. I think it would be really cool. I'm definitely still thinking. Day two of the thought... Maybe I'll become a plumber. Still not the point. Dear God. Maybe I have ADHD. Again, still not the point. What is the point? What am I trying to get to? And like the back of my brain, like this person is yelling at me to spit it out or... Get your thoughts together. Like, keep on track. That really hurts. Sad. It's not like sad, like sad. Like, it's like, okay. But, you know. There is more to me than telling you all that I woke up at 4 p.m. today. And from that, I was so disappointed in myself that I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm just going to like try and go back to bed and then maybe I'll just sleep through the whole night again and I'll just sleep for a whole last day. It did not work. I, I woke up like three hours later and um, that was like, That last three hours was like a depression sleep. 
had a hard time falling asleep the night before. I got excited because I started watching a new TV show. It's called The Worst Witch. It's like a kid's show, like a British kid's show. It's a very nice replacement with better character development than Harry Potter. And I imagine, hopefully, probably have to do some research on the authors, like, fuck J.K. Rowling. No, she doesn't even deserve to get fucked, like, Those are just, like, abominable, like, abominable snowman type thing. You know, like, the very scary, like, worst, destructive, for no reason, absolutely appalling, appalling beliefs and viewpoints that she holds that are extremely damaging. She makes me think of Trump now. And that sucks. Because I'm sure there's a lot of folks out there that... I mean, it's not saying that you can't like Harry Potter now, but there's no way to read that text without understanding a viewpoint that it was written by. Like all things. I think that woman's an idiot. When it, yeah, when it comes to her future, when it comes to her beliefs about people, and I think her absurd lack of empathy and understanding of the need for difference is stupid my mom says the word stupid like that she doesn't say stupid very often and when she does she means it and then back to the worst witches very good TV show I had Postmates last night Sometimes I find it, like, very difficult to sleep. Um, It reminds me of my bedroom in Phoenix when the stoop light was on or the lights in the hallway were still on. And at night when I was trying to sleep, and I remember having to, like, black out my entire room Because I have a really hard, like, I'm very light sensitive and, like, smell sensitive. Like, if Pietro makes something with garlic and onion, which he usually does, although he didn't today, he had salad, therefore I did not smell it and did not wake up. Um, Smells and light, like, really do impact my ability to sleep. And as I'm getting, like, ready to leave, I no longer, like, put up curtains because I don't have any, and 
my room is, like, I'm in it now, and no point in the night is it actually, like, very dark, because behind me is a whole building, and all of the people who are still awake, their lights are still on, and I'd say that's, like, about 75% of them, um, and then even when everyone is gone, like, there is a parking structure underneath me and so the lights from the parking structure are always on and those are very like harsh lights like it is like it is as if like I'm living in Phoenix and the light to the front porch is on shining into my face it's definitely definitely makes it difficult for me to sleep And so I was like tossing and turning and I, and I, I guess I just know this fact now. And so I sleep like horizontal to my bed where if it was like going long ways, like I would sleep as if it were like a couch. Um, and that is something that like logistically just does not sit well with me in New York. And um, I think that there are ways to get around that. Like, you can have better curtains or what have you. It just, like, at this time, those resources, like, it wasn't beneficial or like even worth my time to get curtains for like one month and I tried I put like blankets up and stuff like that but they just weren't like black out and so um long story short I think that's something I'm trying to figure out like why do I have a hard time sleeping but yeah I can sleep during the day and it is like very light out um but like once you're asleep like you don't notice the light at least I don't um yeah it really sucks and I'm feeling like I've felt like so much like anger and disappointment I felt stupid and silly and just completely like not smart Or not, like, not capable, like, incapable. But, like, beyond incapable, just, like... Like, absolutely, like, unable to do things. Because, like, my sleep schedule has been so messy... And I want to, like, cite and think to myself, like, the other night when it was, like, 3 a.m. and I was, like, you know, excited. Um, And I really do enjoy, like, the alone time that I get to have that the night brings me and affords me with where I am.
And that has been, like, my resting thought. And I'm just recognizing now that I think it's going to be time for me to, like, make some stricter boundaries, like, personal internal boundaries. That can often be, for me, like, the most difficult. Because it's it's at the point where this is my life and there are, like... No rules. Like, I get to decide. And I'm going to pee while I'm doing this. Um, talking. So, sorry. Not sorry at all. It's just, it's my life. Um, COVID really took a toll. And... A part of me just wants to give, like, a lot of compassion and love for the fact that there are still way less people out at nighttime, um, even in New York. And it does feel safer. It does. Like, even yesterday. It's a lovely experience to be able to be awake during the day and um, moved, uh, help move Pietro's couch from here to a friend's apartment and that's cool but like and I, and I really enjoyed his friend, he was very nice he asked me my pronouns like whatever, but it, it doesn't like take away from the fact that he still didn't wear a mask and COVID is real. Like, fucking Donald Trump got COVID. And that's, like, just frustrating, you know? That this feels like the safest thing for my body. But it is not the safest thing when you're moving to the woods. Excuse me, I need to wash my hands. At least not now. You know, I kind of got to be up early to go out there. And I, um, you know, I just hope that I get, like, my body, like, will soon, like, relearn and adjust to wake up in the sun. And I hope that I feel safe or to do so. This is, like, the part of the pandemic that I don't know, like, many people talk about. It really, it's really sad. It's a sad thought and feeling to know that, like, I have adjusted my entire, like, wake-up scape in... Like a survival sense of avoidance that I know to escape, like, the reality that a pandemic is still happening.
so I can live as normally as I see fit. My actions are dystopian. We all like do things differently and this is like the painful fact of like how I do it. And so I I don't want to yell at myself and I don't want to feel pathetic or stupid or incapable. I'd like to think of myself as doing my, my best in what I Like, my body knows and protection. A wiggling worm in my brain says, well, you know, the pandemic isn't everything. Like, it makes other things really hard, like getting to the store. When they're only open for so long. And I'm like, I know. I have to deal with that. And I'm also trying not to go to the fucking store. I used to be... Different. I hope um, that I'm able to, I hope for my body and myself, and I, I have been making it my mission and continue to do so to create safety for myself in the way that I feel safe, and I am doing that, but in a, also in a way that fits like you know as in a fit like a piece of clothing or something that fits better on me that doesn't have so much like either weight or air space or you know like fits my shoulders more like um not like snugly but correctly with them being like broader and that the pant leg is not too long or too short. I hope I find methods in my life moving forward that fit with other things going on. And until then, I don't want to get mad at myself anymore. I don't want to hurt unnecessarily. Take it as it is, and we'll see. And fucking easier said than done. Because the first thing that like comes in my head is like, okay, well, how the hell are you gonna get up and get to like the park, and even start your trail if you can't even like wake up before one a.m. or p.m. Excuse me. My mean voice. That non-acceptance, 
it's like anti-Melissa. Melissa is like my best friend and she's the most accepting, loving, caring, compassionate, like generous, like human in the sense of just like what you do and like what your body does. And I absolutely cherish that about her and it really does feel like anti-Melissa for me to think that. Anyway, Riley is calling and I must go. Thank you for listening.